Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. Check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code UNDERMINE for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code UNDERMINE for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Well, it's finally here. The highly anticipated limited edition Smart Wool and Grateful Dead collection has finally dropped exclusively at smartwool.com. You may know Smart Wool as the go-to brand for all things merino wool, from socks to base layers. Smart Wool has been keeping people comfortable outside for decades with some of the softest and ethically sourced merino wool out there. Well, Smart Wool's limited edition collection and collaboration with the Grateful Dead is back by popular demand right in time for the holidays. From t-shirts and hoodies to beanies and socks, now you can have the next level comfort of Smart Wool with all your favorite iconic Grateful Dead designs. Shop the drop exclusively at smartwool.com and get it before it's gone for good. Gone, gone. Gone for good. That's Smartwool, S-M-A-R-T-W-O-O-L dot com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this special episode of Undermine, brought to you by our partners at Smartwool. Check out the Smartwool Grateful Dead collection at smartwool.com. This is our final bonus episode. We've had a lot of fun doing these. Um, and we're going to continue the conversation about fish comfort songs. And Benji, um, do you want to kick us off today? Sure. You know, I had to think about the second one. The first one that we chose, that I chose on the last episode was MoMA Dance. Uh, and there's a, you know, a good long story for that. For the second one, you know, I made a list of a lot of these songs are comforting to me because there's kind of like the soundtrack of of our lives, right? So there's Waiting in the Velvet Sea, Bug, Sense and Subtle Sounds is a really good one. I was actually, I was going to pick Mercury for a moment because of, because Mercury, you know, but it, it, I realized we need to make a distinction. It's not really a comfort song. It's a catharsis song. Mercury has a lot of rough edges. And yeah, totally. And and it's poison too. But it uh, it's it's a catharsis song, not more than a comfort song. And then life beyond the dream 
also came into my mind. It really does. That song just, it really moves me. It reaches into my insides with a message of comfort. Um, and in a strange way, and I, I just figured this out when Trey sings, don't give up hope, keep dreaming. In my, in my mind, I think I'm, I'm hearing my dad's mother, my dead mother's voice telling me that, you know, don't give up hope, keep dreaming. So that's enormously comforting, if not a little creepy, but uh, <laughs> you know, it may, may be painful. And it's a, you know, it's, it's part of Trey's departed, you know, goes to the forest funeral song cycle. So I'm going to pivot. I think my official pick of all the fish comfort songs, and like I said, there's many, my official pick is going to be all of these dreams. Um, and the reason for that is the music just, I'm glad, I'm glad you like that, Tom. The, the reason, the reason I pick it is the music for it sounds like the, it matches the lyrics. It sounds like at this whimsical escape into the woods as a child where like, you know, you happen upon this waterfall and the forest creatures tell you, look, there's dangers here in the forest, but don't worry, everything's going to be all right. And, and dreams do come true, you know? And so what, what's not comforting about that? It's eternally optimistic. And it's, it's like a blanket that just wraps itself around you every time. They don't play it nearly enough, but uh, it's a comfort song. It's a, it's fish's ripple. Someone told me that it's like, that's uh -huh. an, that's an enormous compliment. No, but I was, I was, uh, I was celebrating because I thought when you said pivot, you pivoted away from songs because I, I wrote your, your first comfort song, all the ones in contention I had also written. And then you came up with a Trey one, which I had nothing to do with. And I was like, that's the pivot. He's going to choose one that I didn't write. And then I came, I came, and then back, you came home. back to one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. So I'm very happy. To were, were you in the forest when you wrote all of these dreams or thinking about it? I mean, cause to me, the music, in the, it, it, it's so comforting and the forest isn't necessarily comforting to me. I'm scared by the forest often. You know, It pays to, to, you know, to treat the forest with respect, especially at night. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But, but, uh, but then there's, there's the idea that around any corner, Besides danger around any corner, it could be, you know, your wildest dreams. A beautiful fountain. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, so, so, and so I keep looking for it. That's so great. Um, that Thanks for that, Benji. That was good. That was very, that was very um, insightful of you. Um, comforting. Comforting is the word and, you're And comforting for. to me, and, and I hope for you. Um, Tom, Tom, where are you going when you need more fish comfort? Where am I going? Um, well... I was going to say waste, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say shade, but let me explain why. So waste is as close to a love song maybe as I've written. And I kind of steer, it was a thing that I had like with songwriting that I'm going to never write one. I don't know why, or never use the word love in a song. Um, and and, and uh, Trey doesn't have that kind of aversion or he did back when, when we used to write songs, but he's changed a bit. And, and, uh, but also he also was a bit, had a more mature, uh, way of looking at it. Like, you know, don't make rules about songwriting is, is his, is his rule. Um, and so together we wrote this, um, and I had the basic idea, but, uh, he and I then worked and reworked these lyrics. We were uh, sitting in the Cayman islands in our resort room near the ocean. And, I remember watching the sun go down and we, we sat into the night until we got it right. And we knew we had something and it's definitely a comforting song as many will attest because it's the one that people come up to me and, and RJ, you've been next to me when they do it, they come up and they say that that's the song that they chose. And they thank me for writing waste for their wedding song. And by the way, that's a, 
a huge comp like that's like one of the best compliments you know think think about the wedding ceremony you know and all the the families and the moms and the dads and the first dance and it's crazy that they're doing that to my words but uh so trey and i years later took that energy and applied it to the song shade and that story getting lost kind of uh, you know, lost from your relationship, but then finding finding your way back and, and your partner is still waiting for you. And 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 the version on Sigma Oasis, Trey's singing is stellar. And uh Don Hart's string arrangement, I'll say this this kind of might edge waste out as my favorite fish comfort song. And Trey once said, Shade is waste all grown up. And now that I'm all grown up, I guess it makes sense. That is, it's great. Um, I've, I've sent Tom videos of my, my son who's five, um, singing along to shade and he, he, he sings, you know, he, he really only sings the, I only like the shade when you're blocking the light, but it's still pretty awesome. And it's great to have these, like, you know, these memorable lines that, that anchor a song that's really meaningful. It's a, it's a great song. You, you know, Tom, you mentioned how, at weddings and, and having waste being played at weddings. I was recently, just two weeks ago, at a friend's wedding where they had a a, um, a string section play, uh, the uh, obviously uh, instrumental version of Farmhouse. And, you know, Farmhouse, besides, its plus, besides the, the fear of cluster flies, Farmhouse is also a, a very comforting song to me. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I agree. <sighs> well... Mine's like a little bit of a curveball, if you will. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but for me, "Runaway Jim" is like a serious comfort song, and and partially it's because when I started collecting tapes, you know, in the '93, '94, I was getting all these '92, '93 shows, you know, with "Runaway Jim" openers, and there's, it, first of all, it's like it's the, I think it's the best fish opener. Like if you, you know, and it, it rarely happens anymore, but if you get a runaway gym opener, it's just a great way to, to kick off the, a set, but you know, the little like quiet part in between the, the verse and the, or the chorus. And then when they go back to the verse, right. Where it's just like, it's just like a little quiet. And it, it, it used to be like, that was extended for like, you know, a couple minutes. And that, that to me is like, it just sounds like fish. Like that's what fish sounds like to me. Yeah. And it just like, and then they bring it back and it's huge. And beautiful. it's just, it's just one of my favorite songs. And um, I don't know. It's just, it's weird that that, <laughs> that came to mind. Cause I don't know that that's like particularly, uh, Lyrically, I would say that it's, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make me like think of my, you know, my dog or anything. It, it's just, uh, it's just some run, yelling runaway gym a bunch of times, but there's something like extremely comforting about, about the music that, uh, every time I hear it, I just I fucking love that song. It's your security blanket. It's a, and the blankets are made out of smart wool, smart wool. And also, it's a it's a take your seats, you know, type of moment because it's su it's such a, a great opener. And when I first started seeing fish, when I I think my I've, I've trained my ears where or vice versa, so that when I hear the first notes of run, Runaway Jim, I start thinking about you know taking my seats and 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 making sure that everything you know I, I'm strapping in my seatbelt for the show. Uh, here we go, you know, off to the races. Yeah, so there's there's something comforting about that. Yeah, and they they opened or they opened the the second night of the man this past summer with Steam, 
into Runaway Jim, which is almost almost an opener. And I love that. That version's great. It's just like I don't, you know, they don't play it as much anymore because their repertoire has grown so much. But uh, when, whenever I hear it, I'm just I'm thrilled. Guys, what? Um, well, never mind. I was going to ask. I was just I was going to open up a whole nother conversation, but I'm not going to do it. We're going to we, we've accomplished our task here. Um, are there are there are there any fish songs that that you find not comforting? That's my last question. Karini. Yeah. Big, big black furry creatures oh, yeah, of Mars. Yes, yes. There you go. <laughs> um, and I could, when they asked why, why did I try to kill you? I could, I could interject with a, a thousand different non sequiturs. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to thank Smartwell for being such an awesome sponsor of ours for this season. Thanks, Smartwell, and and for keeping us warm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's all right. That's going to do it. Those are our bonus Good. bonus episodes. This has been fun, guys. Um, thank you, and thanks to Smartwell. All right. We'll see y'all soon. Osiris. Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Numbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!